0: Whatever it is you're scared of doing, do it. Make your mistakes. Next year and forever. Hello and welcome to episode 502 of Under the Cult of MS. This is a Thursday Comics and MS episode. That was a little quote from Neil Gaiman. Kind of a New Year's style quote and we got i still got a huge pile of comics to go through i was going to do a wellness wednesday episode yesterday i didn't get to that Got a pile of information i got to get through but got a little busy so today i figured we'd at least get a little bit of each out of the way starting out with army of darkness versus reanimator necronomicon rising number five the final episode Final issue. This was a pretty decent run. I'm not a fan of Reanimator, but I love Ash and Army of Darkness. And uh, can't really spoil this, but they finish up some things, take care of some of their inter. Woven, time travel, crossover, character, uh, duplications, triplications, all that stuff. But we get to see a decent ending to this, pulling us into something that kind of takes us back to one of my favorite movies. So we will see what happens with all this see what the next run is that Ashley has to deal with, with the Deadites. And then we also had the finish of, well, was this the finish? It was number 7. I think it, yeah, this is the finish. And as far as what I read, it was the finish, but I was, when I seen number 7, all of a sudden, I was like, wasn't this supposed to go eight issues? But maybe it was seven issues. But whatever, this ended this part of the storyline, and it's "Do a Power Bomb," number seven, from Image Comics. Daniel Warren Johnson, Mike Spence, Spicer. Um, I like the way they finished it up. It was interesting. To say the least. So if you're into wrestling. Into powerful characters. You might be into this. I still don't think they had to do the one female fighting against all the, these males. I would have rather seen more females involved in the wrestling part of it. Or just had their own little organizations, but eh, the story was fun. I like the way they ended it. And I suggest checking it out. It's Daniel Warren Johnson's. You're going to more than likely enjoy it anyways. And then getting the wrestling part of it and stuff, that's an extra bonus. Then next up, we got I Hate Fairyland, or if you get the version I pick up, it's Fuck Fairyland. This is a very fun run of Scotty Young's, drawn by Brett Bean, coloring by jean francois Ballou, lettering, logo, and series by Nate Picos, editing by Joel Enos, growing up, Gert finds employment and gets fired due to a complete lack of skills in, well, almost any and every field. Rinse and repeat that several times until she finds herself face to face with the world's richest person, who also happens to have a job she's perfectly suited for. Kind of, maybe. I mean, she'll probably suck at this too. But at least it's something she knows about. What? Do I have to tell you? Ugh. It's Fairyland. It was on the last page of the last issue. Jeez. (laughs) That's our story so far. She gets introduced to this rich person that also hates Fairyland and found a way to travel into it and wants Gertie to go in and do what she did before and go kick some ass in Fairyland. And it's, it's a really fun story if you missed out on it. I believe it was two trades worth of books before this one. Now they're on the third. This will build build the third trade. But yeah, I like that run a lot. And I'm looking forward to her getting her butt into Fairyland and kicking some ass next up another great run one of my favorites of the spawn run at the moment is gunslinger spawn number 15 from image comics this is we're getting to meet someone from gunslinger's past uh gunslinger and his little human sidekick are Starting to work together again. We're also meeting another. I believe new character. I think this is the first appearance of this character. I don't remember ever seeing him before. Him or her before. In the other issues of Spawn. That has been running. Recently. But. Yeah. This is. This obviously is going to go for a while yet. I was expecting it not to go past 12. We're on 13 now. We're pumping into a whole new storyline again. So I have a feeling this is going to go on for a good 24 issues. But I think I will hang on to it and stick with this one no matter what. I don't care how long it goes and then I'll stick with the regular spawn run at least until they settle all this King Spawn storyline. Then we'll see where it's gonna the story's gonna go from there. But it's a lot of fun but there's just too many side side stories that went way longer than I wanted them to. I mean granted I'd love to read them all I'd love to follow them all but it adds up when you got a monthly Monthly stipulants. <laughs> there's a limit to what you want to pick up each month. and There's just too many damn good comics coming out. And that's why I'm trying to back off from all these new characters and stick with more of the independents. And then a few of the big runs that I want to stay on at the moment. But There's just so many things out there for everybody, which is nice. Everybody can read them but I want to read it all. (laughs) I just can't afford to. That's why I got to be picky and back off on what I'm going to follow. Speaking of fun things to follow, you got Harley Quinn, the animated series, Legion of Bats 2. I'm guessing Legion of Bats might have been before the Eat, Bang, Kill tour and then went into that and now back to legion of bats but it don't matter this is also running off the hobo max uh harley quinn animated series and this storyline is taking us a little deeper into harley and ivy's little love story and we're meeting some new characters again including the Firefly which I don't think I've ever seen anything about her before in the past or seeing Harley having her quandaries or problems with uh, trying to decide whether to be with the good team or the bad team or a little bit of both and it's just it's a lot of fun so if you haven't watched the animated series check it out if you haven't read the animated series comics i suggest starting from the beginning if you have been reading or watching any of it you can jump in between wherever but the whole complete storyline just is so fun if you can keep it all together and read it from the beginning you're looking at three seasons i believe of the animated series now at least two seasons, but I'm pretty sure it's three. And then we got uh, this, I believe, is the third season of animated comics. So, so I'm guessing there the first one was the bats, and then the eat, bang, kill, and then back to the bats. But I'm gonna have to look into it. I don't know which ones I I all have. I just been picking and choosing. Choosing throughout it, I did follow the whole eat, bane, kill, run, but I don't remember following the whole Legion of Bats run. So I will have to look into that. Check out my comics list and see if I did read all those or not. If not, I'll have to pick up what I'm missing. But like I said, I'm I know where the story is, so it's not like I. It's just some extra chunks I can catch up on whenever. I don't have to grab them now. I can wait till I find them in a bargain bin or whatever. Since I'm up to date on where the story's at and I missed the third season of the Hobo Max series, I'm going to have to somehow get that again so I can catch up on those. But right now we're doing Netflix and Disney Plus with Hulu and ESPN with no commercials. And those all add up. And so I'm just... I got to get through those first before I can start another uh, service. So it still pisses me off because back in the 90s, it was all... Oh, we're going to put all your shows all in one place. they are going to get it all together. And then everybody got greedy and they all had to start their own platforms. And that's just wrong. There's so many shows I want to watch. they can't find them. And that's not what we were promised when the internet was starting. And we were told that the world was going to make everything so it was easier to acquire and cheaper and instead it became more expensive harder to find and just turning into exclusivity and all that crap which is bullshit because it's all opposite of what society was going for so next up we got kung fu legume this is fun just a bean that knows Kung Fu that's hanging out with a couple other characters and they get attacked by a bunch of, I don't even know, poopish, sluggish type creatures that they have to defeat and deal with. And along the way, they come across another character that's interesting. Uh I like the... Next issue, this is issue number three from Keen Spot. The next issue is going to take us into a Super Mario-style parody, I believe, which I'm looking forward to. But this one, this issue was called The Mudman Battle. It's written, created, art, and colored by Michael Gecko Adams. Just a blast. Dang. It's a quick read. It's what you would expect from a kung fu bean. Kung fu lagoon. <laughs> it's just... It's fun. If you like that goofy style stuff, you'll like this. And there's a good variety of characters. Robotic, human, bean, and many more. That we get introduced to throughout this. And next up... I enjoyed... This the few issues that I did read of the marked. I never read them all, but I have the two first two trades coming, so I will get to read them all. But this was the marked how ha- ha- excuse me Halloween special from Image Comics, and it's. There's a variety of people that had their hands in this, including David Hine and Brian Haberlin. Jared Van Dyke, Francis Takanaga, Sally Haberlin, and some more. But we get, kind of gives you, I don't even think you really need to read the other ones, because it gives you the gist of what the characters do, these tattooed characters, how they can use their tattoos to create items around them, kind of like witchcraft style. Uh, And during this we deal with our religious entities that Back in the day, it would basically burn the witches. <laughs> uh, we find a town that's got some interesting demons attacking people in the town and trying to take over their souls. Our marked characters come into town to help them out and deal with the demons. And it's a It's one of the best tattoo-style storylines if you're ever into tattoos and you always wanted to have a tattoo that could crawl off your skin and do stuff. This is a storyline for you, so I suggest checking out any of the Marked if you're into that story type. But it's kind of like witchcraft meets tattoos meets demons meets who knows what they'll, they'll come across. And what they have come across since I've only read a few issues. And I, I'm looking forward to those first two trades. Which I'll be talking about, I'm sure, within the next month or so. Once I get my hands on them. And then... One of the runs I've been really enjoying this Last year has been the Monkey Prince. We got Monkey Prince number 8 and number 9. Number 9. Number 9. Number Number 9. And of course our Monkey characters. Getting himself in all kinds of trouble. Dealing with some interesting demons along the way. Badly in Aquaman. Aquaman. And trying to still get his main weaponry, the, uh, the Rui, Rui Jingu Bang, his warrior staff that can change sizes and all that. And at the current moment, it's a giant rock <laughs> type fixture. But we have these sea demons that come in to start, that want to eat the flesh of gods. And they're attacking Aquaman's home and attacking the Monkey King. While, of course, at the same time, Aquaman and Monkey King are fighting with each other. Because if you got any of the Justice League characters and there's anybody new or old around... They're gonna fight with them. I mean, let's, let's be honest. I mean, that's all they do. They always gotta fight and argue when they're together. None of the, none of those superheroes can work in a group. They always gotta argue about something. But yeah. And then in issue nine, we're dealing with more demons. Very interesting type of characters. We got some clonage going on. And the Monkey King's parents have been put through all kinds of trials and tribulations. And there's injuries involved. We got Supergirl making an appearance in here. And the Monkey King's got a a crush on her. So we'll see where that goes. I know I think the next issue has the cardstock cover with the Monkey King wooing Supergirl. But we will see what happens with all that. I think his other little girlfriend is the one that he should be focusing on from school. And not worrying about these other gals, but he's gonna end up losing a good one because he is fooling around probably. But yeah, it's if you like anything with the Monkey King, follow the Monkey Prince. Which I, I don't know, did I say the Monkey King each time? The Monkey Prince. I think it's gonna be a twelve issue run. Uh, lots of fun and. Issue 10 has taken us into the Lazarus Planet storyline, so we'll get a teaser on that and find out what's up with it. I think I did order the Lazarus Planet one with the Monkey King and the Doom Patrol. I think those were the only ones I ordered. But one that I have didn't check out, I thought I ordered the Spider-Man Cover and the Wolverine cover of this storyline. But I don't see it at the moment. So I picked this one up at the shop. It is Murder World Spider-Man number one. From Marvel Comics. And basically that's what it sounds like. You're basically put into a competition. That you're invited to looks like everybody's pretty much invited to it, and they went there on their own cognition. And uh, it's a battle to the finish, to the final person. And while you're battling, you're going through these different environments that have all kinds of deadly issues. This one just happens to take us through a level where there's a bunch of spider characters I'm assuming all robotic, not actual characters that are in there, but I could be wrong. But, yeah, the, uh, uh, what's-his-name is controlling it all, the one that likes to play all the games. (laughs) Brain fart, not coming up with it, but yeah, it's... It's definitely an interesting story. I don't know much about these characters that are fighting in the... in the whole contest. So, I'm not... That part I'm not really feeling. But I'm interested in what they're battling through each time. What kind of characters they're dealing with throughout here. But you got Jim Zub, Ray Fox, Fareed Karami, Chris Sotomayor, and more involved in this one. I hoping I could come up with the gamer's name, the one that set this all up. It's right on the tip of my tongue. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to find it, uh, but just seeing all these spider characters in this little spider world, it was just fun seeing that, and so now I really want to see the Wolverine one and see what happens to it. Then we got Ninja Kade in number five, another one that we fi- finished off, the run, at least this first part of the run. But yeah, he deals with the entities that were after his father getting the armor and trying to get the armor from his father and set up all the ghosts and stuff in that house apparently. And you get to see the final battle between them and what's going to happen to the gal that helped build the armor. Lots of things happen in this one. This is a big ending to this. These five issues so far. I uh, got Plicky, Meyer, Bartolo, Augusto, CNT, all part of this run. It's from Ninja number five, from Black Box Comics. I love how they took the martial arts character. Gave him some wicked armor and weaponry. Uh, The gal is great with coming up with ideas for new weaponry. And then having the aspect of once you put the suit of armor on, you can see the ghost. Ghost of the past and battle the ghost. And actually take out the entities. But you also got the... Regular people, the money-hungry, money-grubbing, ruin-your-life type characters that come with it all. It was was fun. I was iffy on joining that run. I was instantly getting on it because I was thinking it was based off the Ninja Kaden-style video game. I don't know if I'm thinking of (laughs) Ninja-gaden, not ninja Kaden. But I'd love to see this as a video game. Uh, we'll see what happens in the future if it gets enough popularity. It could easily become a video game. But yeah, that that was a great run to be on. And the last one I'm gonna talk about is patient number nine. Number nine. Everything's number nine. But this is Ozzy Osbourne. I, uh, seen it at the comic shop, and it had a CD in it, so I'm like, well, they must have a single, a new single out, and you get the CD with it, and it was a decent price for a comic with a CD, so I'm like, yeah, what the heck, wife loves Ozzy Osbourne's Bark at the Moon, it's had the Bark at the Moon feel, so... Figured I'd check it out, and it's a variety of trippy artwork. The stories by Todd McFarlane, art by Jonathan Glapion. The story is basically our character, our character's thoughts and nightmares, all being written. And we get to read them and what they're mentally going through and seeing from childhood to adulthood being put in a put into a cycle ward and what they're going through mentally while they're in there. It's just it's a very interesting trippy mind messing psychological horror style storyline. And then the CD that was with it ended up being a whole new the whole new album, patient number nine album. Which has 13 songs on it. Decent album. Reminded me a lot of Blizzard of Oz. Not as good as Blizzard of Oz, but, yeah, it it had that feel to it. So, that was interesting. I'd like to see more of those with all the music comics that have been coming out in the past year. I'd like to see more CDs thrown in with them. But, yeah, this is, I don't know what the original price was, but the price I got it for was great so i checked it out i'm happy i did but i see i am running out of time for this segment so i will end the comic portion here and then we will get to some ms health stuff right after this all right let's get to the health portion of everything Let's get into some mindfulness practices for pain or for our well-being. Let's see here. What about that moment when it's unbearably painful? Sometimes we don't want to be with this moment. We would give anything to have a different body pain or sensation or a different movement moment instead. So, How can mindfulness help with pain? It can bring awareness to something else more neutral or positive away from the pain, approaching the pain with curiosity and going towards the pain, or bringing compassion to your experience. It's like sometimes it's nice to have a new pain to take over an old pain, but then if you Get relief from that old pain for a little while and you forget about it. How painful it was and then it comes back. It usually comes back way more painful than it left. So it's sometimes good and sometimes a curse. Uh, Let's see. You should see if you can... Notice a couple nice things like art, flowers, a window, your pet, or a picture of your beloveds, friends, or nature. Now see if you can notice three boring items like a table, a cup, or a phone. Sometimes the nervous system likes to know where the exits are. You can also check out where the windows and doors are. What was it like during those couple of moments looking around? What's different now? Looking for these three things, two beautiful things, three boring things, and the exits is a simple practice you can do when when the breath or body doesn't feel good. So you're trying to take your mind away from the pain by just looking at things and focusing on things. Uh, Practicing with curiosity, going towards the pain is something you can try if you already have a meditation practice. If you want to practice with pain after you meditate for 15 to 30 minutes and your attention is relatively balanced and kind towards yourself, you can take one moment and explore your pain. Noticing its qualities, does it have color? How big is it? Is it throbbing, constant, stabbing, or dull? Where are its edges? Can you find a place where the pain ends and the area of the body next to it feels relative ease? After this minute of exploration, bring your awareness back to your breath. You're basically leaving your Meditation, just to focus on the pains around you, and then you're going back to your meditation. It's basically the practice of getting curious about our pain is a paradox. Why would we want to go closer to something scary? When we go closer, we are bringing an attitude of curious curiosity, which is an antidote to fear. To learn more about going closer to what scares us, it's nice to have a guide. Going directly towards pain is a practice best learned from a teacher or a mindfulness therapist. Self-compassion includes steps that you can practice along with the following instructions by saying to yourself, this is a moment of stress. This acknowledgement is mindfulness, paying attention with kindness. It interrupts the cycle of worry about how long the pain has been going on and what the pain might mean for your multiple sclerosis. Saying to yourself, stress is part of life, it happens to everyone. This acknowledgement is shared. By humanity, it interrupts loneliness and puts us in a position of generosity to send our caring out to the rest of the world and receptively, receptivity to feel connection with others. Placing a hand on your heart and the other hand on top of this hand, holding yourself in this way is a reminder that you are not only paying attention, you are paying attention with compassion. If you prefer, you can just let your hands float near the body or you can place them anywhere else. If your hands are in pain or they are having difficulty moving, you can imagine with your mind, your hands gently cradling your heart. A lot of people put their right hand on their heart, left hand on their stomach and use that as their breathing recognition while they're doing Meditation also, I know that's a common thing, so you can feel yourself breathing. Saying to yourself, may I be kind to myself in this moment? May I give myself the compassion I need? You can add any other wishes you have for yourself in this moment. May I remember that this too shall pass? Talking to yourself like a friend or a child... Honey, it's okay. I am here. You got this. I am with you. All things you can use to help with self-compassion. I personally feel when I meditate, if I'm in pain in certain areas, I will go through my whole body while I'm doing my breathing exercises and just, focus through the all the chakra points go through the different joints and areas that are in pain and breathe in imagining that i'm breathing in good protective healing air and breathing out all the pain and the problems that i'm having that's the way i like to do it instead of doing a complete meditation and then focusing back on your pains and issues i just Pain's a pain. <laughs> pain is a common occurrence in everyone's life. However, people with multiple sclerosis have an even greater chance of developing postural related pain, general muscle pain, headache, or neuropathic pain. Uh, pain is not the same for everyone, it is a subjective experience that each person may describe differently. This is because pain results from our brain interpreting signals it receives from the body. A lot of different factors can affect the interpretation, which means each person can experience painful sensations differently. And everybody takes pain in different forms and ways too, so... Uh, Pain sensations can have different causes and manifest in several different ways. Postural-related pain can result from accumulated tissue, microtrauma occurring when we stand, sit, move, or lie down in less than optimal positions for long periods of time. The pain tends to focus generally in the neck, back, and limbs. If you frequently experience muscle experience, Muscle spasms, you may feel pain with them because the spasms can compress nearby blood vessels, causing what is called ischemic pain. The spasticity can cause microscopic muscle injury, resembling that, that of muscle strains, which may also be a source of the pain. Headaches can occur from poor posture muscle spasms or can be induced by certain medications. Neuropathic pain can occur from damage to either the peripheral nerves or from within the central nervous system sensory pathway and is frequently related to the degenerative degenerative effects of MS itself. This can cause pain that can be felt in various places throughout your body and is often described as burning, electric, or shooting in nature. I'd say also stabbing, tearing, tingling, and numbing. But other types of neuropathic pain include trigeminal neuralgia, pain felt in the face, glossopharyngeal. Neuralgia, pain felt in the throat, and the Hermes sign, which is pain felt down the back associated with neck movements. The spinal electrification when you bend your neck down. Pain can be acute, chronic, or a mix of both. Uh, We don't have to have a formal definition of it. Pain is pain. It hurts. You're going to know it. Uh... You do not have to suffer through your pain alone. Anyone experiencing pain should seek help from their healthcare team. Physical therapists are key members of this team and can be very effective in helping you manage your pain by optimizing how you move and function. Uh, if your pain is Because of an acute tissue injury, such as trauma to a ligament or muscle, your plan of care will likely include a combination of manual therapy and specific exercises to address the injured and surrounding tissues. Uh, If you're having pain specifically because of nerve damage, your therapist will work with you to determine whether the damage is due to an orthopedic issue directly related to your MS, or as a result of some other neurological issue. It's like, pain can cause stress, muscle weakness and tightness, fear and anxiety, altered sleep, altered movement, fatigue, all kinds of problems that, that we just have to deal with. Aerobic exercise. Is good. Uh, yoga. Is great to kind of relieve a lot of this. Back pains. And leg pains. But yeah. I say definitely. If you can get in and get your physical therapist sessions in. That's always good. And then you. You can sit there and also try needling, uh, acupuncture, acupressure, massage therapy, but if you're working on eliminating the pain and you can do certain type of physical exercise movements along with it to kind of work those areas out, that's always a good thing, stretching and relieving those painful areas. Yeah, occupational therapists can help you also by focusing on the root of the pain or activities that the pain is limiting. Physicians, nurses, psychologists, physical therapists, and occupational therapists are just some of the many people that play a unique role in helping someone on their journey with pain. Uh, we have assisted technology now. There's all kinds of devices and things we can use. And we're even getting our little exoskeletons. are becoming more popular. And hopefully it'll get cheaper in the long run. And we'll be able to see those coming out more. Uh, if you're having problems walking long distances... You can consider power mobility, a rollator, which is a walker, seat, seated walker with rollers on it, hand brakes, and all that. I got a couple of them. I love them. Regular walker, a leg brace. If you're having pain while you're cooking, a power mobility rollator might help. Anti-fatigue mat, sitting while you're cooking or prepping. Or reorganizing the kitchen for efficiency. Using incorrect shoulder mechanics. You can. Uh, get neuromuscular re-education. And strengthening for that type of pain. You got pain while you sleep. Uh, your sleep position. Your pillow position. And sleep hygiene. might be Might need to be looked at. If you got. Pain due to heat, there's cooling vests, cooling hats, cooling head wraps, neck uh, scarves, all kinds of different cooling devices you can get. Drink cold water, wearing a fan or running cold water over your wrist. There's some options if you have vision, eye fatigue, pain, glasses, magnifying text. Printing out materials or following the 2020 rule. Take 20 take a 20 rule. Take a 20-second break to look at something 20 feet away every 20 minutes when viewing screens. Uh, poor posture when working. Pain caused by that. You can have workplace assessment to f- allow for a more ergonomic position when working. You got pain when you're bending over. Adaptive equipment to help pick up items off the floor is available. If texting or typing causes pain, there's voice dictation or styluses that might be helpful to you. We have so many options nowadays for devices and doctors and... Even technology uh, pain is emotionally and physically debilitating. Managing pain with MS is complex and daunting. While the typical Western medicine approach to pain can yield great results, there are alternatives that can supplement your treatment pain or treatment plan without the cost and side effects from medication. Often, complementary and alternative medicine tools can improve your quality of life, such as reducing insomnia and anxiety and lowering blood pressure, to mention a few. In addition, a trained psychologist can help you with your journey to declutter your mind and heal your body. With practice, your mind and... With practice and discipline these techniques can improve the quality of your day-to-day life many of these forms of mindful awareness have been around for thousands of years technology just makes them easier to find and more accessible to use there's very verywellmind.com is a good place to begin your wellness journey it is maintained by experts Easy to navigate and current, at least at the time of this article. Uh it's, whether you're a beginner or have only dabbled with wellness tools or just want to deepen your practice, you'll find something that will help you here. Uh Meditation is a good thing to search and find some stuff on. Uh, Insight Timer is an app. You can find it at InsightTimer.com or download the app from your device app store. The free version will probably be sufficient if you are just starting your exploration of mindfulness. The selections offered are well-described and very simple to use. You can choose how you want to practice. Some examples are time, sleep, music, voice, healing, and pain relief. So that's a good one to check out. Another avenue for finding great resources to guide your wellness journey is YouTube. And check out my Under the cull of MS YouTube videos first, but Then you can go and (laughs) look for mindfulness stuff through there. Uh, Or from an app on any device, including a smart TV. YouTube is free, but you need a free Google account to use many of the advanced features, such as saving your history or subscribing to a provider's channel. GFC Global, which is edu.gcfglobal.org slash backslash en backslash YouTube is uh, one of the best sites to learn about YouTube. Well, I don't think you really need to learn about YouTube. It's pretty simple. Just go on there, find stuff you're interested in, search meditation, mindfulness stuff, and you'll find all kinds of videos. A trained psychologist can offer techniques to deal with chronic pain, Uh, psychologytoday.com, backslash US, backslash therapist, backslash chronic pain. You can start with your local area and branch out from there, and there's just so many different things. some people, how they deal with pain, which must be mild pain, but this person drinks a lot of water to and takes meds for pains. Uh, tries not to focus on pain. tries to rest, listen to music, watch their favorite show, watch a movie to try and take their mind off the pain another person uses hot water therapy where they submerge their body in hot water which the temperature can mess with a lot of MSers so I don't really suggest that one says exercise daily eat healthy try not to be stressed live your life to the fullest Uh, Deep breathing, finding calmness, CBD, meditation, baths, exercise. This person prays away their pain. (laughs) Uh, Listens to gospel music, finds something funny on TV. Faith, great doctors, family love and support and prayers. A lot of people's stuff. Yeah pain can be frustrating. Uh, let's see. Some of the CDC pain guidelines. CDC has recognized this issue in the forthcoming revised clinical practice guideline for prescribing opioids, which I don't want any part of anymore. Uh, and the 2022 draft guideline guidance displays a more relaxed stance moving away from the hard MME daily dose limits and recognizing that some patients may benefit from greater than 90 MME per day of, oh, well, I don't want to get into opioid talks. <coughs> I know they're trying to fix the opioid problems, but talking about opioid selection and dosage selection should be done with careful consideration and guideline recommends clinicians should prescribe immediate release opioids instead of extended release when starting opioid therapy for acute, subacute, or chronic pain when opioids are started for opioid naive patients. With acute, subacute, or chronic pain, clinicians should prescribe the lowest dosage to achieve expected effects and build their way up. Uh, for patients already receiving higher opioid dosage, clinicians should carefully weigh benefits and risks in exercise care when reducing or continuing opioid dosage. When it comes to duration of opioid use and follow-up, Prescribed no greater quantity than needed. And the whole thing with the opioids is the person themselves. And the people themselves are who are abusing the medication. And for that reason, you're putting yourself at risk for opioid dependency and all that stuff. But I'm not a fan of them. They give you the funky feelings. They don't fix my pain. So... This person says, don't lay down and give up. Keep going. Don't give in to MS. When I found out I had it, I started my own business. Allergic to all the meds, but still going. Not giving in or giving up. This person uses cannabis. This person self-medicates can self with cannabis. This one has distractions like heat, sleep, and pain meds, which bring on sleep. Yeah. And this other person just prays and cries when they're alone in pain. I know that feeling. I curl up and put a blanket over my head and just suffer through it. The wife knows what's going on once I throw that blanket over my head and just kind of break down under the blankets and fight through it and just usually go into a meditative state and focus on the pain itself and trying to push it out of my body. See the different pain scale is unable to move or I'm in bed and can't move due to my pain. I need someone to take me to the emergency room to get help for my pain. I've woken up paralyzed from the neck down and from so much pain. It's just yeah, it's not fun. It can be severe at times, which severe is number nine on the pain scale. My pain is all that I can think about. I can barely talk or move because of the pain. Number eight, intense pain. My pain is so severe that it is hard to think of anything else. Talking and listening are difficult. Number seven is on un- un- unmanageable pain. I am in pain. All the time. It keeps me from doing most activities. That's where I'm at usually. Number six is distressing pain. I think about my pain all the, all the time. I give up many activities because of my pain. Distracting pain. I think about my pain all the time. I cannot do some of the activities I need to do each day because of the pain. Number four, moderate. I am constantly aware of my pain, but I can continue most activities. Number three is uncomfortable. My pain bothers me, but I can ignore it most of the time. Mild pain number two on the pain scale is I have a low level of pain. I am aware of my pain only when I pay attention to it. Number one is minimal pain. My pain is hardly noticeable. Number zero is no pain. I have no pain. I wish I could say that, but I have pain all the time, but I'm able to manage certain daily tasks with the pain. So I'm basically between a six to eight any given day on the pain scale. So like today I'm going to go after this and at least get to the post office. I don't know if I'll do much else. We did get a little snow this morning and I don't know. The weather's not bad. It's just about freezing now probably. So I figure take advantage of things now because once it gets below freezing again, my spasticity is going to amp up. And I might as well get what I can done now. So if I have to, I can take a few days to a few weeks to recover from whatever I go through. And yesterday I had my final virtual appointment with my MS Lifelines nurse for my Maven Clod year two. I explained to her that I was feeling better this past week and a half than I've felt in a while uh, that neuro neuropath, neuropathic pain has mellowed out some and I just I'm trying to take advantage of what I can while I feel the way I do even though I'm still dealing with tons of issues but I'm able to do a few extra things so take advantage of it get those things out of the way and then Come back to the normal suffering point. See where things go. But yeah, we're changing some things up. All kinds of things have been reworked in my medication and stuff like that. And I'm liking where we're getting. So we'll get you updated on that eventually. But for now, we're running out of time. So be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Check out Crimson Call Co- Comic Club. Under the Cowl. Under the Cowl of MS. AV Conversation, whatever other shows we do, just look them up. (laughs) And we'll get back to you again soon. Take care. Bye.